0: Okay, well, you know, it took a lot of work to get here today. And I know I always start out every episode talking about the traffic and how much I hate it. But guess what? I hate it. And ever since Trump was elected, and I'll introduce you in a second. I have a guest today. (laughs) But ever since Trump was elected, I have been honking like a mad woman. I don't know about you, guest, who I haven't named yet. (laughs) Do you honk?
1: Yeah, I'm a big honker.
0: Okay, joining me today, (laughs) longtime friend.
1: I've known you almost five years now. Yeah. Heather was uh, one of the first people I met when I moved to L.A.
0: Right. It's uh, it's my dear friend, Angie Tianju. Here she is. Hi, everyone. She writes. She does comedy. She's lost stuff. Listen, she's a multi-hyphenate. Anywho. What? <laughs> but you're lucky because you got driven here today by a man who you're in a relationship with. And quite frankly, I'm jealous of that. Wow. Well. <laughs>
1: I mean, unlike an Uber driver, I had to have sex with him to get here. So trade
0: off. Okay, that's still just, so you're getting sex. So (laughs) that's another reason I'm jealous of you. How does that
1: make it worse? I don't know. Sometimes you don't feel like it.
0: (sighs) I don't relate to that. (laughs) I don't relate to, I don't relate to not wanting to have sex. You know? Really? No. Never don't. just like an obligational lay down? I've never. Oh, an obligational lay down with a boyfriend?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: Like you have like the flu and you want to leave you alone?
0: No. Really? No. In almost every relationship I've ever had, I've always been (laughs) insatiable. Sexually insatiable. (laughs) I believe that. Like some of my boyfriends have complained and said that I want to have sex too much. Isn't that crazy? Well, one of them was on drugs. So I'm really shocked. This is starting out really well. (laughs) We're just getting right into it. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're shocked at
1: what? I'm shocked that there are guys out there that don't want to have sex constantly.
0: They're out there and I find them. (laughs) They're out there. Yeah. I mean, usually they're depressed or have problems, which is. My wheelhouse. That is what Mm -hmm. I like. You know, I like a nice man with problems. That's right. I mean, I have problems, too. I want to be the only emotionally damaged one in a relationship. (laughs) So you get more attention? Yeah, of course. See, I don't know what that's like. I don't. Can you tell me what it's like to get attention in a relationship? (laughs) Can you just
1: describe it for me? Uh, I've never had this. You know, you just want them like obsessed with you and you don't have to do any work and you can be mean to them and ignore them and then they keep coming back.
0: See, I've never had that. I've always had... I've always been... See, this is why I shouldn't have skipped therapy this week. I've always been the obsessed one. And I never get enough attention. <laughs> That's what I really feel. I feel like I've never gotten enough attention from... Well, you know, actually, the one who died, like, he gave me a lot of attention. Because <laughs> I got so mad at him. Well, you know why I broke up with him once because we weren't having sex enough. Did I tell you that? Is this that funny? <laughs> this is real life yeah i broke up with him because we weren't having enough sex but he um he kept calling me you know acting like we weren't broken up so i guess we weren't broken up when he died (laughs) so thoughts on that do you have any dead boyfriends um
1: no i don't have a single dead boyfriend
0: has anybody you've ever had sex with died
1: no, I have a lot of regret. I wish a lot of them were dead.
0: Oh, well, this leads into something I want to talk about, okay? Because <laughs> I know a girl from college who said that she had sex with Anthony Bourdain. What do you think of that? Do you believe her? <laughs> uh, I I believe it. Yeah. Except she was a mess of a person. Listen, if you're out there, Willa, who she doesn't like me. And I, you know, I will say her name. I don't care. Whatever. Um... Please call in and let us know what it was like to have sex with Anthony Bourdain because we're both wondering. He was hot. He was hot. Let's talk about how sad this is. Okay. (sighs) Um, Well, first off, didn't we both wake up really early in the morning? Yeah, four on the the day that he died. I woke up at four thirty. You woke up at when? It was like four fifteen. Did you Did you already get the alert on your phone that he was dead?
1: I was like just waking up and kind of looking around and then my phone buzzed and it was you and I was just about to scroll over and I saw it as you were texting. Oh me. my
0: God. Yeah. So I woke up at like 4.30 a.m. and I saw that Anthony Bourdain was dead. And I was like, this is okay. And I know a lot of people like get affected by celebrity deaths. Like what's what's the last one that you like you were like really affected by?
1: Uh, for the most part, I never care about anyone. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Never I never care about anyone dying. I don't care about celebrity deaths at all, but I was saddened by him because I really looked well, up to him. Well, you know,
0: I feel like last year, like, everybody, like, freaked out about Prince. And I was like, okay. Oh, but I, 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 mean, I, I was I, never a big, like, Prince person. Yeah. No, it's I kind I of a generational him. thing. Right. More like my mom's yeah. generation. But, um... Yeah, I would say like what is the last celebrity I'd say before this the last one that really was like a big bummer to me was Robin Williams.
1: Yeah. I'll agree with Robin Williams. I think. I was hoping you were gonna say Princess Diana and it was gonna make Princess me laugh.
0: Diana <laughs> That was bad too. But <laughs> that was so long ago. Right. That was like that was almost twenty one years ago. But yeah. No, I've always been a big Anthony Bourdain fan. Like I, I like I've been obsessed with him like for years and years, so like this was like shocking to me, <laughs> and I I love him, so I've been like bummed out. I've been watching um, Parts Unknown on Netflix, so it's so good. It is good. I and you know just talk about you know a man who exudes sex. Uh, <laughs> I mean he was just like so hot. Yeah, tall, six foot four. Do you know that? Mm -hmm, I did know that. (laughs) Yeah, so it's sad. But you know what, like, bums me out? Okay, so, like, everybody's been talking about it on Facebook. You're on Facebook. It's true. (laughs) I mean, I. Mm, gosh, people still seem to be surprised when somebody kills themselves. Especially if they're famous. Right, because they think, and we were talking about this, that fame, like, fixes everything. So talk on that. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm disgusted that people actually think that like your problems disappear because you've attained some level of success. Right, like those demons go away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very openly talking about how he was suicidal for years. Oh yeah, s- what his first marriage? Right. Yeah,
0: that's why I think a lot of these people like are they do they really know anything about?
1: Him? <laughs> like he was mm-hmm. always like talking
0: about stuff like this.
1: No, these are the same people that also just read headlines.
0: Oh, that's... And they don't even, like, click on something. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, but this whole idea that, like, you can be, you know, famous or have money and, and be happy, I think that is, like, such a stupid idea. And it's, like, drilled into our heads in the society. And then also, did you see this week that the um, the CDC, like, issued some report that, like, suicide is up 25% in the United States?
1: No, I didn't see that, but I believe that because we yeah. follow everything and in whatever in the media. What do you mean? Well, I, there was a thing that they were saying that um, every time we focus on the suicide rather than the life of someone, the suicide rate goes up. Uh... Because everyone's a bunch of like lemmings and they'll just oh, follow. Oh, because
0: people will like follow things. That's why they were saying oh, that's
1: not good. with all the school shootings, it keeps going up because those people are getting famous from it and people want
0: to be famous. Mm. That reminds me of, um, you saw Heathers, right? They're, so in that movie, like they're, they're having like a teen, there's like a teen suicide crisis. And there's that band that has the, what are they called? Like Big Fun or something. And yeah. the song is called Teenage Suicide. Don't do it in parentheses, <laughs> but like everybody's killing themselves. I guess that makes sense. But also like suicide is interesting in our, in this culture because well, I mean, okay, you know how I okay, I'd want to say you can tell people your background.
1: Um I'm mixed. My uh, okay. my mom <laughs> is Asian and my dad is like European mixed.
0: Yeah. But but like in some Asian cultures, like suicide is especially in Japan, I would say, it is like held up as like like an honor thing. Like if you if you, yeah. if you feel shame over something, like people commit suicide, and and that's like it's way more like culturally acceptable there. Yeah. Which I mean, we don't talk about that here at all. Like here in the United States, like we're just like, oh, it it makes me uncomfortable. So don't talk about
1: it. Right. <laughs> you know. Um. But the rates of suicide are less in Asia for sure.
0: Right. I don't know what the percentage rate is.
1: I don't know. They were saying they were doing all these depression studies and apparently it's much less just because of the way people see themselves in relation to society. So because, you know, we're like an individualist culture in the West and then versus the East, you're less self-centered. You can't
0: be just for survival. You're less self-centered in the East, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, here we are like extremely just like self-centered and all about like me, me, me. I, I, I have to have it now. So anyway, I'm looking up the suicide rate. I'm the fact checker here. Thank you. Uh-oh. How
1: are we doing? <laughs> how, are, how are my people doing?
0: Well, okay. So it says, so this article says the suicide rate has risen 28% in the United States in less than 20 years. Mm. That's not good. No. <laughs> Okay, suicide rates are up more than 30% in 25 states across the country. Suicides increased in every state except for Nevada, which already had a very high suicide rate in 1999. Well, that makes sense. Because people, like, you know, they lose everything gambling and kill themselves. I'm just making an assumption. Am I wrong? No, you're probably right. Who knows? It says in 2016, 45,000 people died by suicide in the United States. Well, 45,000 per, how many people? 290 million. We're not even doing that bad. It's not. A... <laughs> it could be, it could be worse. Yeah. But it's still not good. So I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, but here. Okay. Here's an article. Um, Suicide in Japan. There has been a rapid increase in suicides in Japan since the 1990s. For example, 1998 saw a 34.7% increase over the previous year. Okay. This has prompted the Japanese government to react by increasing funding to treat the causes of suicide and those recovering from attempted suicides. Oh, this reminds me of another. Okay. So did you ever see, isn't there a documentary about, um, okay, in China, isn't there like some bridge where people go to jump off of? Yeah. And there's a documentary
1: about it. Same as like in San Francisco where they've like marked oh, off the bridge. Oh, on uh, the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah.
0: Well, there was a documentary about that too, but I didn't watch it. Isn't it called The Bridge?
1: <laughs> I mean, you guys can figure out what's going to happen.
0: <sighs> I just, I'm getting depressed thinking about this right now.
1: I, I just want to tell you that I once went <laughs> on a blind date and met on the bridge. Right in the middle of the, the bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah.
0: Why? The guy, More was like, the guy
1: was trying to be romantic and then my friends all thought he was going to murder me.
0: Okay. Well, that's weird. I mean,
1: it was at nighttime. No, it was in the middle of the day. Okay. It was awful. How it was did too you, windy. How
0: did this happen? How did you meet him? Uh,
1: on the internet.
0: Just meeting strangers <sighs> on the internet. Okay, wait, did you, like on which thing, like match or like? I think it was OkCupid. Oh my God. The only internet date I ever went on was on OkCupid, but keep going.
1: Oh, I was going to say, if you're on OkCupid enough, do you remember that they would bump you up in ratings so they'd only show you attractive people and they got all the uggs out of there? I don't know, because the
0: last time I was on there, I saw a lot of uggs. (laughs) So I don't think, I, I don't know if I was doing well on there um I just had flattering pictures
1: up, and rude things I said. That's what I'm saying. Go back to just being rude to people, and it seems like it works. Rude on on online dating. Yeah, like I had a rude profile, and I got like better high just, ratings.
0: See, see, that's the thing. I guys, my image is of a rude person. Okay, but in reality,
1: Heather is a nice person. Uh,
0: don't tell them that I,
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: don't tell my, them that my I'm, I'm sick i'm I'm so sensitive I cry I cry at pretty much any chance I get <laughs> <laughs> I cried so like yesterday I don't know how many times I cried, but I cried oh well, I woke up like sad and then I- <laughs> And then I, like, basically was just, like, laying in bed for hours, like, crying. And I was crying about Anthony Bourdain. And I was crying about, like, the state of my life. And, (laughs) you know, and guys, I know I live in a luxurious studio apartment. I've said that many times. It's the size of, like, three studios. (laughs) Heather also told me she
1: was crying while eating pizza, (laughs) which is the best mental picture I could have imagined.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I went to... um, I went to Blaze uh, Pizza, which is my favorite personal pizza restaurant. Shout out to Blaze! It's, Please sponsor uh, me. Owned by a Schwarzenegger. Well, no, I think he's one of the investors. Um, I don't think he owns it, but I they're also they're starting to franchise them. But out of the different like make your own pizza places, like so, have you been to Blaze before? I have. Okay, have you been to Pizza Rev? No. Uh, it's trash. Do not go there um please sue me um <laughs> i need some sort of press here uh like i'm i'm desperate i want anybody to sue me for anything okay that's like i don't care sue me i have no money <laughs> heather is asking i just for want it. free press but um yeah. no and then the other one that i've been to have you been to mod they have them in oregon no i haven't okay it's okay but it's not as good as blaze I feel
1: like I would watch a series of you being a pizza connoisseur through the West Coast chains. No, a pizza connoisseur,
0: I only get two different types of pizza. Oh, and I got annoyed yesterday with the people working there because they put my pizza in a to-go box. (laughs) And I was like, no, I didn't want it to go. I wanted it, you know, here so that I could eat it in shame. right. I want to eat it alone in public. And I was crying in public eating my pizza. (laughs) That's how brave I am. I'm a brave person to do that. I agree. You ma- know how many people would not be willing to cry eating in public? <laughs> <laughs> losers. <laughs> They're all fucking losers. If you're not willing to cry in public, you're a loser. Yeah. You need to suffer for your art. <laughs> yeah. I suffer so much. And like, what is my art? I talk about dicks on mm-hmm. stage. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, I did a um, gosh, yeah, I did stand up on a Friday night. Well, first off, I did. I didn't tell anybody yet that I, I tweaked my neck <laughs> on. Well, what I what day was that? Thursday morning. Oh yeah. So people were asking me how I did it, and literally, this is all I was doing was wrapping up a MacBook cord, <laughs> and I felt something like tweak in my neck. That's embarrassing. You could just make something happen. Have up. you had any embarrassing injuries like that? Um I just, mean there yeah. was another time where I turned around and my knee fucking snapped out of place. <laughs> <laughs> turned around, guys. So what's your embarrassing injury? No, it's not even, even
1: considering it's movement. It's just me sleeping and waking up in oh. torment.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, well you could sleep wrong and just yeah. like wake up in agony. You know, that's what you have to look forward to, kids. I'm assuming some of the listeners are kids. I'm
1: going to send it out to some kids. <laughs> Who? I don't know. My mom teaches third grade. I could send it out. No. No.
0: I'm going to leave the children of the future. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. Actually, I don't I think, either. I hope we get bombed. No, uh, it's fine. <laughs> most of these kids are going to grow fine. up to be trash North people. Korea. My mom is actually afraid of that, getting bombed by North Korea. And I was like, "Who cares?" Really? <laughs> yeah. She's she's like, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna bomb us," and I was like, "Thank God!" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Bring it on!" You won't feel a thing. Ah, uh, I was like, "Don't you?" I was like, "Don't you realize by then you'll stop complaining about your bills? Like maybe you'll." That's <laughs> true. That's all she talks about is her bills. I'm like, well, if the bomb comes, see that people need to look on the bright side. ...of death and catastrophe, okay? I agree. Look on the bright side, folks. You won't be around to experience more misery. (laughs) So, anyway, I tweaked my neck on Thursday. And I was having these, like, horrible muscle spasms when I was driving. It was like, it was like, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was horrible. It was like my entire, like, the entire, like, side of my neck was, like, shuddering, like, convulsing. Do you think... awful? If this was like two hundred years ago, you would have thought it was a demon? <laughs> I could see Probably. it. Probably. I yeah, but yeah, it well depending on what area of the world we were in.
1: Anywhere in the US. Wasn't
0: everything a demon yeah. years ago?
1: Yeah. Some of it still could be. <laughs> like all all of my Asian friends all believe in demons. Wait, have you ever had sleep paralysis? No, that's for Catholics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is! Well, I've had sleep paralysis a lot. Are you Catholic? I was raised Catholic, See? but I do
1: not identify as Catholic. Yeah, but the Catholics are the ones that have those demons that show up at the foot of the bed.
0: Is that what you think? Yes. And I don't I... think it's just Catholicism.
1: Only Catholics I know get it. Huh. Catholic you demons. You mean people
0: who are raised Catholic? Yeah. Okay. But you've never, like, woken up, been, like, half awake and not able to move in bed? No. <laughs> it's scary honestly i can imagine Uh, well i mean i got fucked by an incubus in a ski cabin you think so oh i know so and i don't want to give away the whole story uh because i want you guys to come pay five dollars to see me perform at the west side comedy theater next no i'm kidding um (laughs) (laughs) i don't even talk about this in my act i have tried to talk about it in stand-up but it's just not funny Yeah, like, I I don't know. There's just so many things I try to talk about on stage that are not funny. I think they're funny. Right. But most people are like, what is she talking
1: about? Well, yeah, you know, when you get just a gasp.
0: Yeah, I hate that. Like, you know, because I guess I just feel like most people just are afraid to, like, go there. You know, they're afraid to talk about anything real or serious. And that really bothers me. But, yeah, I got fucked by... (laughs) An incubus. And people, when I tell the story, people are always like, what's an incubus? Well, I'm like, well, you know, it's a male version of a demon that is basically trying to impregnate you. Like, it was somebody, like, it was like a dark, heavy figure on top of me. Kind of like one of my exes. (laughs) (laughs) trying to fuck me like for real you live like through rosemary's baby no no it was it wasn't that bad like she actually had a baby right i never saw that movie yeah but what if you maybe you thought
1: it was just like you had a heavy period but you just miscarried a demon no heather you were the chosen one
0: (laughs) well when i was in high school um there was like there was like a year and a half where i didn't get my period and i thought i was pregnant with jesus (laughs) 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 no but like when you're a teenager you can have like a regular period that's a long time though yeah it was like over a year yeah Mm -hmm. because i got my period kind of late and my mom was like wondering why i wasn't getting it but i don't think it has anything to do with anything really well i think they say that like you get it um sooner the more body fat you have oh yeah i wasn't fat but my parents think i was (laughs) They were always telling me I was fucking fat. That's why I'm so fucked up and not happy with myself now. So, folks, if you have kids, uh, tell them that they're fine. <laughs> Pretty simple. I don't believe that's true. I think you want them to be strong. All your children are weak out there. What? No. Well, I mean, I guess I am a strong person. But, I no, I became... I think we've talked about this before. Like, I feel like I'm more of a parent to one of my parents yeah. Than they are to me. Do you feel that
1: or no? I mean, oh, for myself? Yeah. No. I mean, I have like an... My mom was... Your like, mom's
0: kind of overbearing. She's
1: a tiger mom. Uh-oh. Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a hyper-scheduled life.
0: Okay. So you were in lessons for things? Yes, like, yes. What, what, Const- did you, what did you take?
1: Um, well, my dad wanted me to go to the Olympics, so... I oh, my God. Trained, yeah, I trained seven days a Wait, week. Wait, in what, though? Um, martial arts. Oh, OK. So I did. Judo get, or what? Um, I did the original mixed martial arts. OK. So I didn't get my period until I was 15, and 16. Uh-huh. I was a real late bloomer. Right. That's why my growth is stunted. The people can't tell, but I'm tiny. Well,
0: I mean, how tall
1: are you? I'm 5'4", but everyone else in my family is much bigger.
0: Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, because, like, when they put girls in gymnastics, don't they, like, is it basically, like, because they're doing all this tumbling and, like, Mm -hmm. they're, like, slamming on the ground constantly that it literally, like, stunts their growth because it's, like, compacting their bones?
1: Right. That's fucked up. And the lifting of weights, too, because you kind of have bendy bones until you become an adult. Oh, yeah. God. I know. Now I'm suffering of, like, all these health issues now. And you think it's related to that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm God. almost double jointed, so like both my shoulders are Don't messed do up. anything. Okay, like I'm gonna that. stop.
0: I hate I hate anything that I hate when people show me anything about their double jointedness. <laughs> I get all like Don't. Um Yeah. Wait, so your dad wanted you to be in the Olympics?
1: Yeah, my whole family, they
0: do. But why, though? That. Like, it was it a vicarious thing? where, oh, Like, sure. it was because, what, did he feel like a failure? Or, like, what was going on? Let's, talk, oh, let's get, yeah, yeah. get deeper into that. Sure.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, my uncle, um, he was, like, a big Golden Gloves boxer. And my dad grew up doing martial arts. My mom did it. My whole family did it together. So he was training my brother. He was his football coach. So he was having him do that and then me do the other thing. Just so he could live vicariously, clearly through us. He would like... Right. So
0: he... What did he do for a
1: living? He was an artist, but right. he was a jock who got Wait, what got kind of injured. artist was he? he what was did a, he do? a ceramicist. Oh, God. Okay. I know. So, so pretentious. Made...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so what sorts of things did he make? Like... Um, he,
1: he did... When he was younger, he did like sculpture and stuff. And then when he was older and wanted to actually make money off of it, he would make um, pottery. Oh, okay. But like one, he didn't do sets or anything like that, like one of a kind pieces and attempted to do it. But then I think as the market changed, he was one of those people that was stuck in his style and he didn't adapt to it.
0: Hmm. Wait, so did he make decent money from that?
1: Yeah. Huh. For a while. And then I think, gosh, when was this? It was like everything became where people wanted matchy, matchy sets to everything in their houses and stuff like that. In like and people, the 80s? Uh, no, it's in the 90s. Okay. Like I think, and it just completely transformed and that just fell off and now it's like back again everyone wants handmade stuff oh
0: like unique one of a kind like um what what the fuck is that term bespoke (laughs) not bespoke (laughs) but you know it's um god what is it it's something girl (laughs) i can't think of it you know, oh, shabby chic. Shabby shabby chic?
1: <laughs> no, it is not shabby chic. Shabby chic is like from the French kind of style. Where is, that's not still in, though? No, I mean, not really. Okay. Not right now. Maybe but... that's like
0: the early aughts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything. I just, whatever Gwyneth Paltrow tells me is in on Goop is what I, I what I know is in. I could have
1: gotten my dad's stuff into Goop and people would have just paid like... $600. Oh my like God. Well,
0: okay. This is what I want to buy from Goop right now. And guys, if you are a fan of mine, <laughs> okay, you can purchase this for me. I think it's $45. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. It's a, um, oh, here it is. It's, it's loading. Okay. The Rose Quartz Soothing Face Massage Roller. Okay. So. <laughs> It's a rose quartz roller that you roll on your face and you can, and I guess like you can use it to apply your moisturizer or serum and it just like goes on better. How much is it?
1: $45. Oh, that is affordable. You guys better pony up. Yeah. Guys, if you're a fan of mine.
0: I thought she was going to say 4500 No, $45. Uh, Venmo me at English major or PayPal me. Um... Marilia, gmail.com. Look, I I don't ask for much, folks.
1: She doesn't, <laughs> and I love that it's English major.
0: Yeah, well, somebody asked me like how when when I made it. I think I made it probably like a month after Venmo was made, so pretty early on. So. <laughs> would you ever use a rose quartz massager on your face 100% yeah I think we're both into stuff like that
1: yeah we're crystals fans I get a lot of shit for crystals well you know there's a lot of people who are anti crystals there's a lot of
0: haters out there who just hate on everything
1: that's true but they have no
0: spirituality to speak of
1: they're just unhappy people <laughs>
0: That's true. You know, as much as I do, like, cry and whine about things, I'm pretty happy overall. You know, like, I love to laugh. You know, I I like having a good time. But... <laughs> You know, like yeah, no, I I don't think I could ever say that I'm like an unhappy person even when I'm depressed. Like I can't say that I'm unhappy, you know. Right. Does that make any sense? Can you be depressed mm-hmm. and be happy? Yeah, that's what we're, at the same time.
1: Talking about like back to like the more Asian Oh yeah. Reality. It's like the yin and the yang. You always if you're happy, there's always a little bit of sadness in whatever situation, but it's fine.
0: Well, you have to know you have to know sadness to know happiness and vice versa, don't you? I would hope so. <laughs> because how would you know the difference? You know, you have to know uh, laughter and to know when to cry, and you have to know crying to know laughter and all those counterpoints. You know, God, I'm so deep. <laughs> disgusts me.
1: Well, it disgusts I th- me how enlightened I am. I think there's something wrong with our society where you think you always have to be happy
0: and that's a baseline. Oh, yeah, no that's totally ridiculous. Like this entire idea that like oh, well you have to be happy and positive all the time. I think that's absolutely ridiculous and I and I really do think that's what is basically like, you know, bringing people down to these like low levels of depression. Um because it's not realistic. Like you like you have to be willing to experience those low lows like in order to experience high highs, you know, like you have to go either way I think that's like what's totally destroying us for sure
1: or at least a lot of the artists hmm? a lot of artists I feel like they tend to go up really high and then really low and then that's when the depression
0: sure like, hit so much did harder. you did you watch the zen diaries of uh, Gary Shandling I did yeah what did you think were you affected by it
1: I, I thought it was relatable but also I could see myself going that direction so it's a little scary like, oh <laughs> Well, in what way, though? The obsessiveness.
0: Oh, you mean the obsessiveness over what? His art or what? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, there was something they were talking about um, in the second part of the documentary about ego, and they were talking about how, you know, letting go of your ego is, like, the most important thing you can do to find inner peace. He was talking to Ram Dass about this, and I hate to sound like Pete Holmes, but... (laughs) I I am a I am a uh, a home girl. (laughs) Is that what we call suspense? Anyway, (laughs) Pete's picks. Um. So (laughs) yeah, they were talking about like how you basically just need to like let go of your ego and how the ego is basically what like destroys people, and I see that with people all the time. You know, like just like this idea that you have to be a certain way or act a certain way or have certain things or have people have a certain impression of you. It's like it's so destructive, you know, and I have I've held on to my ego in a lot of ways. But then in a lot of other ways, I've totally let go of it and I just don't give a fuck. That's like when I'm on stage, I really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You know, I talk about what I want to talk about. And I think that's super important because I see so many comics go on stage and they just seem so, like, paralyzed by fear of what other people may think of them. Right. And I think that's what, like, really holds people back from actually, like, being funny on stage. Like, so the show I did on Friday night, there was, so, I don't want to, like, get into names or anything, but (laughs) there was uh, a comic on stage who, like, is just felt, like, so, like, scripted and, like, everything was, like, word by word by word. And it's, like, I don't like this. Like, like you're not... I don't know who you are. If anything, like, you're a sociopath because, like, you're sticking to this very, like, prescribed script. And when you think about it, that's, like, full of ego because, like, you don't want people to see any, like, mistakes or flaws. Right. So I I don't like that type of comedy. Okay? <laughs> I like loose... I think if, you, if you're the type of comic who can make it seem like you're making it up as you go along, that's what I like. But but even though it is a lot of work.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of talent to be able to pull that right. off. Yeah. I, I think there's like such a push toward wanting to be likable.
0: Oh, being likable? Yeah. yeah. That's so stupid.
1: I mean, I mm-hmm. looked at stuff I wrote like so stupid. five years ago and I was still like, I cringe at it. I'm like, oh, you just wanted them to think you were this person. Well,
0: what's an example?
1: Um... Like, I didn't talk about my family very much, but I would talk about, like, observations at work. So okay. I would be willing to go kind of surface level for that, and that's something I knew everyone could relate to, but it's not necessarily, like, something as insightful, I think, sure. as when you dig into yourself. Sure can't even think of an exact joke but it was i just read it and i was like "Oh." i have some jokes about
0: the workplace i i talk about how i want to murder one of my coworkers by throwing him off the roof
1: i think that's (laughs) i think that's still relevant (laughs) and i like your observations when you tell me about people loving cake
0: oh my god well cake in offices is a scourge people i mean this (laughs) is this is why we're suicidal in this country it's because of cake in offices i haven't really linked the two yet well actually you know what because in offices there is this really like because you're supposed to, like, act a certain way and be a certain way, like, dress a certain way. And it's all, like, fake bullshit. Like, right. don't you think? Like, yeah, offices yeah. are just so fake and everybody's full of shit. Like, anybody who, like, comes to work and they, they're, they like, you know, like, I'm, I'm doing an impression of somebody who has, like, really uptight posture. <laughs> you can't see. but you know, It's brilliant, like, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, like, super uptight and they're, like, hello, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, like, it's this whole idea of, like, following orders and, like, you know, recognizing your superiors and all this bullshit in the hierarchies. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. And it's we're full of shit. <laughs> we're all full of shit. So, I don't know. I mean, I work in an office. I won't say where. Heather does believe in the law, though. <laughs> Uh, no, I am. I break the law, baby. <laughs> She's a bad girl. I'm a. I'm a good bad girl. I'm a bad good girl. <laughs> She's a good girl who does bad things. Oh, I no. I haven't. I haven't done anything bad in a while. I behave myself pretty well. So yeah, I did want to touch on something. Um, yeah. So today, you know this. It's the one year anniversary of my last breakup. <laughs> so you know i can't say my life is better <laughs> i think your life I think, is better no i think it is but it isn't in some way do you know what i mean certain things are better well you know i don't care if he listens to this i don't give a fuck but uh i'm sure he does but anyway i he, i would not No, be he's 100
1: percent lurking
0: Sure, but I don't care. Um, Okay, so yeah. So guys, I just wanted to let you know this. Okay, so you could be having a totally normal day with your boyfriend or girlfriend and think everything's great and be in love with them and think everything's fine. And then they fucking dump you at the end of the day. (laughs) So watch out. (laughs) Watch out. God, what a total shock and surprise that was. I was hosting an open mic and he came to the open mic and everything seemed normal and fine. And then he came to my place because I was making, I remember this. Oh, I was meal prepping that day and I meal prepped this morning, guys. So like what goes around comes around, baby. And so I I made turkey chili and he comes over and has some of the turkey chili. What?
1: What a (laughs) dirtbag. He comes and has some of your food. He breaks bread with you and then he does it
0: hours after that yeah oh, so
1: he let it digest and then he let it go what an ass
0: <sighs> angie look I i'm don't, i don't know how people think
1: oh well, i'm just holding your I, I don't
0: really i know I, I don't have like a grudge or anything i just like I, I think it sucks i think it's rude you know honestly like uh <laughs> For like I don't know like he probably thinks what he did was like brave or whatever well he almost cried so he looked like he was gonna cry he should have (laughs) cried
1: I cried he should have definitely cried
0: (sighs) anyway I hope you're enjoying your young girlfriend yeah and if he's Uh, (laughs) listening I hope he's crying right now like she loves uh what's that fucking show with the Archie people what is it called? I don't
1: know. a good Disney girl. Oh, Riverdale. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying watching Riverdale with your girlfriend. <clears throat> I'll never watch Riverdale. I don't give a fuck. You think I give a fuck about Riverdale? I'm over here watching Parts Unknown because they're going to take it off of Netflix next week. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So guys, watch Parts Unknown on Netflix because they're taking it down on June 16th, I think.
1: That really bums me out. Yeah. He, I was living vicariously through him because he did... What I wanted to do with my journalism degree.
0: Oh, trap! Well, guess what? There's a job opening. It's <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Yay! Thanks for looking <laughs> on the, the bright first side. Too soon death joke I've ever made in my entire Thank life. Thank you, Heather Maruli. I well, I might swoop in there. Yeah. You know who knows? But like, it's so interesting how he became kind of like this overnight sensation from that New Yorker article. I don't know. Big, yeah. It's kind of funny because um, I think I got into him through my dad, who like he was he loved um, no reservations. So, and that's the only thing that my dad and I have ever uh, related on is loving Anthony Bourdain. Yeah,
1: my dad loved Hunter S. Thompson, Anthony Bourdain's hero. So. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. He like pushed me to become a Rolling Stone writer.
0: Mm. Didn't happen, guys. Went a different way. You wanted, he wanted you to do that. He really wanted me to, yeah. Like what? Like how? Like a music traveling journalist? Yeah. Like an almost famous? Yes. Hmm.
1: Like he would quiz me on bands and have me know all this nonsense information. Like what bands? He was a huge role. I mean, I'm named after the Rolling Stones song. Oh, she? you are. I love that song. Do you know it's about two dudes fucking? What? Please explain. <laughs> the backstory is that. Apparently, Mick Jagger and David Bowie were caught in bed by his wife Angie. Oh, wait, whose wife? Mick Jagger's wife. Yeah, no, David Bowie's wife, Angie. <laughs> Who's Angie? That was his wife. I'm looking this up
0: right now. It's like there's a whole thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I. I didn't know he was married to a woman named Angie ever. His wife or his girlfriend, or something
1: like that. And she ended up catching them in bed and she was heartbroken over it. And the song is about a woman named Angie's heartbroken.
0: Oh, eyes. Angie Barnett. Oh my God. No, this is right. <laughs> okay. So
1: I don't know if you knew that information. At the I did time.
0: not know. Is that true? I guess. Huh. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Well, I mean, I would believe it because, I mean, well, (laughs) okay, Rolling Stones' song, Angie. Hmm. Angie Bowie has long claimed to have inspired the Rolling Stones' hit song, Angie, from their 1973 album, Goat's Head Soup. However, the songwriters Mick Jagger and Keith Richards have consistently denied this. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. According to NME, the lyrics of the song were inspired by Jagger's breakup with Marianne Faithfull. He dated Marianne Faithfull. Crazy. <laughs> we will never know the truth. Well, you know, but I I would believe that because wait, is Mick Jagger bi? He mm-hmm. seems. Is he openly? No, I don't think so. Bi. He always has seemed like fluid in that way, though. And it's David true. Bowie definitely was, right? Yeah. I have no idea. He has so many kids. I have zero kids. He had, he had a, okay, he had a, his most recent child was born in December 2016. That's right. That's, Jesus.
1: He's like in his 70s, right?
0: He's, um, 74. I, you know, I think I like the Rolling Stones better than the Beatles. I think, don't people go either way on that? They like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Are you a Rolling Stones person? I'm a Rolling Stones person. I think the Beatles are so overrated. Sue me! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Write in! Unrulypodcast.gmail.com. Tell me why I'm wrong. Pop rock. Well, they didn't, they're, they're not musically, none of their songs are musically complicated. You know, they're not like doing anything oh artistically you... <laughs> difficult are they we
1: talked about that quincy jones article where he just ripped apart the Beatles. oh
0: thing. i forgot about that i love i that. love that article you know because he was just like so honest he's like they're <laughs> shitty musicians they are but like they i mean isn't part of it also they made it because of timing and then also like they were like cute oh yeah and there was like a window for that for like cute a cute boy band to like make it i don't know It's all about timing. Yeah. You know, because and I get into arguments about this all the time. Like, you know, like people who think that you can just like work hard and, you know, buckle down and, you know, pull up your bootstraps and you'll be successful and rich. Well, guess what? That's not fucking true. In all the (laughs) because I I think luck and timing are huge. Don't you? I agree. So I
1: think about all those bands that were completely branded like the Ramones branded branded like they like these studios they take in these people and they completely brand them they morph them into an image like lana del rey she's an image she's oh yeah that's not
0: well she started out as um uh, under her real name and a rapper which is what was her real name it's like lizzie something yeah i'm gonna fact check it right now oh lizzie grant yeah yeah
1: yeah, was she a rapper before? She was a rapper and now she's a Tumblr feed. She's just ridiculous. I I mean, I kind of like her music because she doesn't write it, I think. But, but all
0: of her songs sound the same. I think her boyfriend writes her songs, right? This Irish guy or whatever? Um, I'll look it up. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me.
1: He he said her vagina tastes like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> and she told people about it.
0: There, there's a song where she says that is yeah. that what you're saying <laughs> yeah but he
1: actually said it to her so then she incorporated it into the lyrics oh um, hmm it's okay. so a really
0: specific taste no this is the guy that is it is this him barry james o'neill i don't know they're broken up i'm so confused now he's gonna write her music. See, I don't, maybe
1: that's why it continues to sound the same. <laughs> that's true. I want people to write it mad.
0: Like, for she, Del Rey fans. like, I have all of her albums except for the most recent one, Lust for Life. I don't even know the songs that are on this.
1: I like the music videos, they're pretty good.
0: Right. But she's definitely not, um, no, she is like an image that has been created. You know, this like. Oh, she's so pretty, but she's so sad, and you know she's sensual, but you know she resists. And (laughs) I don't know. It is. It's definitely like a manufactured image. And they
1: does she die in a car fire
0: at the end of some of the videos? Um, a lot of them are depressing. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, in "Born to Die," Mm -hmm. maybe. I don't know. I like that song too. I agree with it. I. (laughs) We are born to die. Yeah, it happens, guys.
1: It is a weird thing to, like, like her music, but then know she's a fabricated person.
0: Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I you know how big of a fan I am of John Mayer. But, like, I don't think he's, like, well, he does what he wants, I think.
1: Now he does. Mm. I don't know if he's always <laughs> been able to do what he wants.
0: Well, no, no, that's true. Because I feel like he was kind of, like, put in this... Box, I guess, yeah. commercially, yeah. where everybody was expecting him to like play these like poppy like songs, but he, when it comes down to it, he's like a great blues guitarist, and 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 people don't want to hear that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had that. Um, well, I guess the album that people didn't really like of his was Born and Raised, which was after Continuum. See, I I think it was right after Continuum. Because Continuum, do you know that album? I don't. Oh, it has... Um, I've no, I haven't I have listened to any John
1: Mayer since uh, his first album and his second album, only because my roommate had me listen to it all the time.
0: Oh, but do you watch his Instagram stories? His Instagram stories are funny. He's so funny. I, like, honestly, I think that me and him are soulmates. You guys hit it off. <laughs> I witnessed it. Something happened. It happened here at Something the Comedy happened. Store. I did meet John Mayer here at the Comedy Store. John... Text me seven one nine two four four. No, I, w- I won't give out the rest. Um. Okay, you're gonna get a lot of dick pics if you did. No, no, I won't. I will not get any fucking dick pics. The internet likes you. I see what happens on your Facebook. Oh, you mean with people making comments on? My- yeah, I'm so sick of these people. And it's always like a dude that I looks know like who a troll. They are. Well, first of all, listen. If there's one man in the world I want to hear from right now, okay, you know who you are, okay. If you're not him, stop messaging me. <laughs> stop messaging me. Stop commenting on my Facebook statuses, especially with like weird. Have you seen some of these comments that yes. people leave on my posts? It's uncomfortable. I'm
1: uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm secondhand uncomfortable. I'll see it. I'm like, I want to like trash them, but I'm. I don't know how you know them. Some of them I don't know. Oh these creepy strangers on the internet No, people
0: just like make assumptions and and i've had these oh my god like i've had a lot of guys like message me on facebook you know trying to like flirt with me and i'm like i don't want this and they seem to think i do i don't think they understand like who i really am you know it's yeah. like they think i'm like some dumb bitch or something well, who's gonna or, be like, or some
1: kind of stage persona in their head
0: uh oh that i'm like you're sex crazy I am, but not in the way that they think. <laughs> no, yeah, that persona, it, yeah, no, it is a persona, definitely. Like, I don't think people understand that that like what I am on stage isn't necessarily me. Right? Like, I'm more often than not crying over a pizza than <laughs> than like you know talking about sucking dick. I don't really talk about sucking dick on stage ever. No, you people think I do. Do they? Yeah, I think people think I'm like hypersexual. They called me in the Roast Report last week. They called me uh, Amazonian sex goddess, which I guess is true. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's not not true. No, that's a compliment. You know, I guess I guess that's a compliment. But, um, you know, that I can't live my life like that 100% of the time. Yeah,
1: I don't really see you as a sex comic, to be honest. Like you touch upon the subject, I I, I, I do
0: talk about sex a lot, but I I wouldn't consider myself a sex comic. No, I think I'm talking about things. I see, and this is me like trying to act like I'm some fucking like deep genius or something. But a lot of like jokes that I write, especially jokes that I post on Facebook, they're very like layered a lot of them and I and some people get it and some people don't like because a lot of them may seem like just like statements but they're not Like, you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm a genius folks you guys just don't fucking get it yeah so I don't know should I get an Anthony Bourdain tribute tattoo what would you get I don't know something that he had tattooed on himself Yeah. he had like a little like sun thing on, on his wrist
1: what do you think I think you if you design something or what if I just got design... a tattoo
0: then... just get a portrait <laughs> I mean, of him gonna... <laughs> I was googling Anthony Bourdain tribute that portrait tattoos and some people have like horrible like portrait tattoos of Anthony Bourdain I don't, I don't like portrait tattoos aren't they weird it's weird when people have especially them, like... when they're like super like lifelike and and you know you're just looking at it and you're like what is that like <laughs> especially if they're on a thigh oh yeah it's weird I don't know. Like I don't encourage like large portrait tattoo. Uh, well it depends on who it is and where it is. See, here's a here's a portrait tattoo of Anthony Bourdain that somebody has. Can you get that on your inner thigh so <laughs> <Not a guy's- laughs> Well this is is that somebody's leg? Is that I hope calf? so. So it's a portrait it's so it's Anthony Bourdain in a chef's hat. <laughs> and there's like two like chef's knives like crossed underneath it. It kinda looks like a confederate. And then flag. look at this one. Here's another one. Somebody got a tattoo of Anthony Bourdain giving the finger.
1: What do you think of that? It's amazing. It's pretty well done. It is well done.
0: Compliments. (laughs) Right. But I would never do that. I don't think there's any celebrity I could ever get a portrait of. What about you? No. I don't. I don't have no
1: way. I don't do celebrity worship.
0: Oh, there's this tattoo that he got done in Borneo. You could see it on season six of Parts Unknown. He got it. It was like a tap style. You know, those tap style tattoos. Angelina Jolie has them right well except she got she got some of hers removed well I know she got the Billy Bob one <laughs> lasered off I can never imagine Gosh, me and her you know nothing works out with men <laughs> relatable you <laughs> know yeah. what I'm talking about we still don't know what happened with Brad Pitt on that plane do we him flipping out is that what happened? Well, yeah. what did he do? Did he like try to like hit her or something? No, or? no, no. He
1: was like the teenage boy, he was drunk. and he was trying to manhandle him.
0: Oh, that's a- whatever it was. It was bad enough that she instantly divorced him. I'm like, isn't that just
1: everyone's childhood? Your dad <laughs> mad at you as a teenager?
0: I guess, but I, you know, I saw an interview with Angelina Jolie, like you know, after their divorce, and she's like, well, you know, it's just not easy being single. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> But she has like eight kids, so of course it's not easy for her. And all different nannies. Even though she has help.
1: You know she has a different nanny for each kid? What? Because she wanted them to
0: um, help bring them up in the culture that they were stolen from. Oh, so is every nanny that background of the same child? Oh my god. (laughs) That's the kind of money I want to make people. Where is she getting this money?
1: What has she been doing? She was in franchises. Oh, I don't know. I, does Brad Pitt help her? I'm sure. I don't think they su- had a prenup.
0: <laughs> They're vacuuming upstairs. They're vacuuming. I don't think they can hear this. Okay. They they can't hear the vacuum. I can hear it. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Oh, did you see that Vince Vaughn got arrested for a DUI today or last night? Surprising. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I don't have, like, 18 DUIs. Really? Yeah. I mean, before Lyft and Uber, like, there were, like, just so many questionable instances of driving after having drinks. You know, it's like, well, now there's no excuse. Like, you can just, like, take an Uber or Lyft or, you know, whatever. Go home with a stranger. (laughs) But, like, yeah. Vince Vaughn, I think he got pulled over in, um... Hermosa Beach or something like that. Huh. Well, not surprise. Oh, here's his mugshot. Do you want to see this? Yeah. Was he making triple X too? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that guy. I'm thinking Vin Diesel. I was thinking of? Vin Diesel.
0: No. Both. Uh, both hey, <laughs> neither of them are important, you guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is. They're uh, both puffy. Also arrested for resisting arrest. He, why is he smiling like that in the photo? Also, he looks sunburnt. He does look sun. Well, it also could just be alcoholism, redness. But I think we always knew he had a drinking problem. Also, didn't he vote for Trump? Did he? He's a Republican. Uh, I don't know if he, you know, I was well, thinking about this today. Like, w- one of the only reliable men in my life voted for Trump. How crazy is that? <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't hold it against people to be Republican because I just want to be that rich where I'm Republican.
0: Uh, I Well, I kind of do because I don't understand it. Like in this year, like in 2018, that's how you think? I don't know.
1: No, no, no. I don't mean like their ideology. I just mean fiscally. They're more conservative. Right. Like, but why? Why? Because they have more money and they want less taxes taken out of this it. This guy
0: doesn't have money. <laughs>
1: I'm not talking about that guy. I make more money I'm d- than those I'm guys. talking about who family members I have that like they crossed over once they got to a certain threshold. Oh, I'm not saying I'm doing it, but I'm just saying I want that.
0: Oh my God, what is this? Huh. Some some 20 year old actor is dead. Jackson Odell, who acted. See, I'm just reading news alerts off my phone. Jackson Odell, who acted on the Goldbergs and Modern Family, was found dead at his home. He was 20 years old. Who? That's I'm sad. To... That's awful. God guys this is not a good week for anything going on so I don't know this guy I don't know who this is it's on TMZ though so you know it's real TMZ always has like the news like first
1: I wish they would stop doing that annoying voice what's his face does it you know I'm talking about who the TMZ guy Oh, um. Oh, the lawyer guy. Yeah, Harvey. I could stay in the show if he would not
0: talk. Oh, uh, he needs to calm down. <laughs> You're gonna say die? No, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. No, 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 no. Oh, he died in a uh, a sober living facility. Well, you know. Mm.
1: You just saw that expose, right, um, on rehabs? No. About how terrible they are and there's no...
0: Oh, well, it's basically like they're not really helping people. It's basically yeah. like a money suck where they're trying to like get money from people and then move people, shuffle people around. Yeah. Yes. Talk about that. They just make tons of money off of uh, the urine
1: tests. How? I guess that's how they like hide it under um, insurance and everything else like that. So they're able to just siphon money off of people and not actually have them real treatment centers because there's no government regulation, what you consider a
0: treatment center. Mm. well, God, you know, God forbid you know, I've never had any like real see that's the thing is like like I don't really have like I do believe that I have a drinking problem to some extent, but I've never had a, like it's not an addiction, you know. And I've talked about this with my therapist. Like, I do have the tendency... So yesterday, when I was, like, sad, I told you yesterday that I, like, had the urge to, like, go drink. But I totally resisted it all day. It, but it was hard. Like, I was, like, I want to drink, I want to drink, I want to drink. And that's the part of me that, like, wanted to, like... My depressive side of me that wanted to, like, get fucked up and wasted. But the fact that I that my mind went to that tells me I have a drinking problem. <laughs> So I'm aware of that, at least, you know. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't know, though. Like, I've never had, you know, I've never been drinking to the point where, you know, I'm like, oh, I need to have a drink. Otherwise, I don't I'm not going to feel well, (laughs) you know, like you have to keep drinking. Right. Like, I've known people who like are like shaking, like if they don't have a drink, you know. Yeah. And that scares the shit out of me. So I try to avoid that. I was drinking mangria on Thursday, though. I found a bottle of mangria in my fridge. I think you're pretty functional. (laughs) Functional. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you like a taste of the booze. Yeah, of course. But I've never gotten to the point where I need it. Right. Yeah, that would be... Luckily. That's, like, scary to me. Yeah. So I try to avoid as much as possible. Like, well, I'm kind of broke this week, so I'm... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Drinking's expensive it is you know like you go out for a few drinks and bam you, you spend a hundred dollars <laughs> you know i spent like 92 dollars in a bar in colorado a couple weeks ago that's a lot you know the thing in is, colorado that's totally. a lot yeah
1: well now too that we're like not fresh out of college i just used to let guys buy me the drinks and I would put up with it and now I don't want to talk to anyone so I'm more willing just that, to pay for
0: it. Well I mean I'll let a guy buy me a drink if like we're friends and I know him but like. But I mean just being out. Oh you know? yeah generally if a man wants to buy you a drink it's basically a trap. Yeah it's a dick in a like, glass. You no know, I mean you have to talk to him and he's going to expect all the shit so ladies guess what buy your own drinks you know. I like I don't even give a fuck. Is a free drink worth anything anymore? No. It's not. It's like. It's not worth it. Six dollars. Pay for what it. What are you drinking? That's $6 in Los Angeles. Not in Los Angeles. <laughs> this is me thinking Oregon, you guys. Oregon, yeah. Or you can, get a, uh, you can get a martini for like $6 there. That's true. Here a martini is like... $12. I was going to go with $14. But... Oh. Heather's at the classy place. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really not. Because, um, I don't know. Well, I mean, sometimes I'll drink uh, wine at an open mic. <laughs> If I have like two wines at an open mic, I'll I'll get a little lit, you know? <laughs> I'll get a little sassy, like a mom. <laughs> Suburban mom.
1: On your second glass of wine, mm-hmm. do you ever have memory problems remembering all your material? Memory
0: problems? Yeah. Oh, no. I try not to go up. I try. No. See, I if I'm going to have a second glass, I try to have it after I've gone up. Exactly. I'll only ever. Ha- OK. See, here's my rule of thumb with drinking and the stage. I'll never have a drink before going on stage on a book show uh, unless it's low stakes. <laughs> and then I will have maybe one drink before going up. Um, I at an open mic. I don't really care. I mean, I'll have a drink before I go up if I want, I guess. But, like, if I'm planning on, like, drinking, drinking that night, I won't start really until I'm done going up on stage. Because that's just, like, embarrassing Agreed. to me. You know, because I do, like, I already think I have memory problems now. Like, yeah. just as, like, as a normal person, you know. Like, I, I always, like, I'm wondering if I, like, did I turn off the, uh... Not the stove, but totally. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Sometimes the oven, or like, did I unplug my hair straightener or stuff like that? Right. Yeah. What kind of kinds of things do you forget, though?
1: Not blowing out a candle. I have so many candles in my <laughs> house. <laughs>
0: what really happens down? if you don't blow out a candle? Wouldn't it just like kind of burn out in the glass? Or would it make the glass explode? See, I'm just like overthinking this.
1: No, I think it's fine. I think though, if there's like a storm and it blows it over, like when we had a storm, yeah, like a windstorm that went, like we had a couple months ago that broke half of the stuff, like on my patio. Oh, yeah, true. if i would have left the no, windows sorry, open
0: totally. <laughs> heather finds this so fast no i'm just i've been awake since 7 30 okay heather got <laughs> up at 7 30 on a sunday i got up at 7 30 on a sunday because i'm so afraid of my life going badly <laughs> <laughs> i was still in bed at 11 see i i t- i tweeted this today i tweeted uh i don't have an alarm clock because i'm awoken by the fear of failure <laughs> and that's true <laughs> That's true, like I always think that the worst is going to happen. I need to stop that. You told me that right you what did you call it catastrophic thinking? Yes, the distortions well, I was raised by two people who always thought the worst of everything, <laughs> so that I think that's why I have that. Yeah. like my brain has been like, you built those pathways, right. My brain has been molded to to think that way. My family's like, you'll be fine. Quit complaining. No. no, no. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fine. See, in my family, everything's like, it's not fine. We're all going to die. We're all oh. going to be in... Po- my uh, my parents, both of them, their favorite thing to always yell about was poverty. They'd always be like, I'm in poverty. <laughs> They're both from New York. <laughs> I, I'm in poverty right now. I Oh, my life. (laughs) Things are not going well. (laughs) That's how my mom talks. She still acts like that. She's like, oh, I'm in poverty. (laughs) But she lives in a three-bedroom condo. (laughs) She's fine. That's hilarious. (laughs) No, I mean, she could save money by moving, but she doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah. She's probably listening to this. Somebody at her job showed her how to listen to podcasts. And I hate that person. <laughs> that person is evil. Okay. I'm not a fan of you, whoever you are, person. I yeah. Sh- so talk about some of your... Do you have any projects coming up that you're working on?
1: Uh, I'm always trying to work on new stuff. Um, I'm editing a short film we shot last year. This mm. is how long it's been, like, in the bank. I shot a bunch of other stuff afterwards and just never got back to it. And it's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. It's always I'm pleasantly surprised when something works out. Okay. What, about what is you? it? What
0: is it for? Festivals
1: or what are yeah, you doing with it? Trying to do the festival run with it.
0: What am I doing? I'm. uh... See, here's the thing. I have no follow through. <laughs> A lot of things. I have so many visions and no follow through. You know? Like I really think I'm like one of the greatest artists of our time, but I've what am I doing? <laughs> hey, like I said, you gotta be like
1: Awei Wei. He doesn't make anything. He just tells people what to do. Who? Awe Wei. Who's Awe Wei? You know the Chinese artist who he does no. like these huge um How do you spell exhibit. it? it's like um it's W E I W E I. He anyway, he just has great ideas and he has other people execute and they do it on mass scale. Oh, this and guy. Wait, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. Wait,
0: so he doesn't actually make art.
1: No, a lot of people don't <laughs> make art. Okay. They, they have people make it for so him. So he
0: curates art.
1: Uh, no, he comes up with the idea. He just, and then he has people create it for him. Oh, Oh, <laughs> That's like cheating. Mine, but he's very conceptual. I see. Okay. He did this great project where um he was uh criticizing the Chinese government for building shoddy schools and when an earthquake came it killed so many kids. Oh Jesus. And then the government hit it, so he gathered all these children's backpacks and did this big exhibit. Oh my
0: so god. So people could
1: see how many kids actually died. Oh.
0: I mean that's pretty I would consider him an artist for sure. Okay. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's doing more than I am, and he has his own (laughs) Wikipedia page, so (laughs) he's definitely more accomplished than me. Okay, no, I want to make a short film or something this year, but I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm going through a depression still right now. I think the problem is that you're
1: used to being a stand up and you work alone and with a film you have to work with a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to do that.
1: Um so you have to <laughs> gather a team and that's just a different exercise.
0: Well, I mean I guess you would be on it and then who else? Do we like no. anybody? <laughs> no. No we don't. <laughs> See, that's a problem. I don't know. Oh, I'm I am trying to get uh my poetry book published, a poetry That'd be collection. Great. Yeah, you know, I'd sell it on my website for fifteen (laughs) dollars, which you know I don't. It's fine. I read an article saying that. um, uh, Just looking at it, I got a text. I'm hosting an open mic tonight at seven, guys. But this won't come out before then, so I don't need to tell you that. (laughs) Um. Oh, at Dow Comedy Studio for boom. Laughing at Girl Festival. Oh anyway. uh, yeah,
1: a couple of my friends are doing that.
0: <sighs> I read an article saying that poetry is—I—I don't—it's going up in readership again. It is. It's back. But why is that? Because of that girl.
1: Yeah, internet. You know that girl? What are, who ru- are we talking ru- rupee? about? Rupee Rupee Carr. Then a couple of other girls or. Are...
0: Hmm. Yeah. No, I read her... Uh, I read The Sun and Her Flowers, but not her first one. You know, and honestly, like, I could write that. Like, I mean, I think actually I think a lot of my poems are kind of like hers a little bit.
1: Well, then, you know, there's a market for it.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. So I need to to do something with that. Um,
1: she also crafted an image around it, though, as she put it out. I think that's a big thing. It's like how Lana Del Rey created an image even before the studios oh, completely Oh, like on her. Instagram and such? Yeah, and like... Um, homemade videos and stuff that she put together oh really yeah uh, gosh what is it video games or something like that
0: oh oh you mean Lana Del Rey yeah
1: oh yeah that's true that's true I'm just saying make a separate Instagram account and then become like a full-on poet do you, do you think life is gonna get better for me yeah of course okay or we're gonna hit <laughs> the bomb <laughs> then it doesn't matter it became
0: today that's fine I have no problem with that.
1: So, when we talk about um, reincarnation, so it doesn't matter, huh? You'll just be born again again. It's fine.
0: No, I don't. I listen. I don't. Nothing's going to. Well, I do believe in reincarnation, but like, if I get brought back in the next life as a stand-up comedian, I'm gonna hate that. Two lives in a row. No, <laughs> no, you'll be a, you'll come back as a white man. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I want that though. No, you don't get to choose. But I don't think the future of the white man is gone. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. It's no good.
1: They're not gonna do well with global warming. Their skin's just gonna burn up.
0: Well, I don't I don't know what's going on. Um things aren't going well. Did you see Oceans 8 yet? I did not. I'm gonna see that. And see what I think. I don't think I'm gonna like it. You don't. Think I didn't so? like Ghostbuster. I didn't like the. Yeah, but Ghostbusters was not dude, good. It's not good. Well, you know, people. People. I feel like people think they have to say it was good.
1: No, they want to like it because they have a bunch of talented people in it. Just the actual script wasn't that good.
0: No, I I agree. Like it wasn't um, ideal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like they wanted to appeal to too many audiences. Like that stupid dance scene. They're like, "This is for kids. Kids love this. It's slapstick, super right. corny." Well, I don't know. You liked it? You no, know talking one? about the terrible dance scene. What it dance was, scene? It was like basically a bad... in Ghostbusters. Yeah.
0: No. Oh, it's awful. Is it at the end of the movie? Yeah,
1: it's basically. like- I hated
0: it. Like, if I hate a movie, well, sometimes I like. I'm guilty of this. I'll sit in the very back row and I'll text or like be on my phone I should not I'm like addicted to it like I'm like I'm constantly like I should go to movies with it.
1: you because I don't go to them as much because I want to be on my phone
0: oh well and then you know you know in my current situation every time my phone like makes that sound I'm like is it you know what? and it's not and I'm like why <laughs> that's kind of frustrating so I don't know what's gonna happen yeah. Also, you know, can I just say something? We're at the start of summer in Los Angeles. Like we're bare. I don't think it's even the first day of when's the first day of summer, June 21st or Mm -hmm. something. It's so fucking hot outside. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like in July and August. Like I'm not looking forward to it. Right. That's the way we'll die. Jesus. And, and and I told you this yesterday. I think the weather in L.A. is awful. It's constantly sunny.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: So depressing.
1: I'm from Oregon. It's so nice to be around sunshine.
0: See, I like going. That's why I like going to Oregon and Washington, because it's so like not sunny. <laughs> I enjoy that. You think you're a vampire? No, I just I, I don't know why the sunshine here is oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I don't understand why people enjoy it. Oh, it's so nice. <sighs> I don't...
1: I lived in Eugene, Oregon for a while. It was just rain. Where? What is Eugene near? Uh, University of Oregon when I was going to school.
0: Is that like southern Oregon? or? What uh, that's, is it near... uh, that's the
1: other way. It's like um, a couple hours from Portland.
0: Uh, south of Portland?
1: Yeah, more toward the middle of the state.
0: <sighs> I'm going to be in Portland next month. Watch out, guys. I
1: might I might go with what you. Guys. Actually I might go with you, by the way. Oh yeah. We'll see how it goes.
0: It? With work. Oh no, no, with work. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be there uh guys, this is tentative, but I'm gonna be there July twenty sixth to July thirtieth and I already have some shows booked. Pretty fun. Or bad. <laughs> Stay tuned on Heather Maruli's website. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going anywhere before that, though. I'm waiting to hear back from this um, comedy thing. That I don't want to say where I'm going to be going if I'm if I am going, but it'll be on the East Coast. Oh. <laughs> so we'll see if I'm going there before Portland. You're
1: going on the twenty
0: seventh. The twenty sixth the July. Okay, that's Thursday. This is this is real fascinating. I know folks. you guys I know love know you guys this. are real interested in this. For all of our Portland listeners, uh, we might be up there. Yeah. Oh, and then you know, let's just say what I I want to say something about Anthony Bourdain before we. <laughs> I just want to say that I love him so much. Oh God! I mean, is there really anything else to say? Like, just like a one of a kind person, and like so genuine. And you know, he was talking about. I watched this video of him talking about Yelp. And he was like, he was like, a chef's worst nightmare is the top reviewer on Yelp. Yeah. (laughs) And that's true. I think anybody who like reviews things on Yelp is just garbage. (laughs) If you take Yelp seriously, you're trash. Like, Uh, come on.
1: Yelp started so good. I was in the Bay Area when it
0: was first coming out and everyone loved it. But now it's a joke. Now it's trash. Right, because people go on there, and these are my favorite reviews on Yelp. Is when people like will review things like a certain Starbucks location, they're like, this is the worst Starbucks ever. Oh, they got my order wrong. They put in two pumps of vanilla instead of three pumps and it's like this is not yelp worthy. Like this first off that's a really specific thing you're talking about and it doesn't even make sense that you're writing about. Like imagine being that type of psychopath where you think that your opinion on any Starbucks location matters and that you're typing it into Yelp. I think that's
1: the internet. People think their opinion matters. None of you guys matter.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Except my opinion on Anthony Bourdain is important. It's true. But we're not internet people. (laughs) Yeah. God, I I love him. I'm sad still. I'm sad for so many reasons, but that's one of them. So I don't know. I feel bad. Anything else you need to say about him or anything? (laughs) No,
1: I am sad about him. I was a fan. (sighs) Big fan. I like that he didn't. He wasn't afraid. Big fan. Willa,
0: call me. Let me know if, what the dick was like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Willa, also interested. You don't know me, but I want to know. Yeah, she hates me so much. She's never going to listen to this. I think you patch it up just to hear about Anthony Bourdain's we dick. We never got along. We never got along. <laughs> Bury the hatchet, Willa. Who knows where she? I mean, she was she was a slob. You know she. <laughs> She was. I don't think I've heard of a woman be called once, a slob. In oh, so she long. T- well, she told me once that she only washed her. She used to wear these like corduroy pants, and she told me she only washed them like once a month. But I was like, <laughs> that's gross. disgusting. So she like was a crotch rot type person. Mm, that is pretty sloppy. Yeah, I just said crotch rock, guys. Happy Sunday. Uh, (laughs) Or Monday. I guess this is coming up Monday. So let me see what shows I have coming up uh, next week. Do you have anything you need to plug? No, no one cares about me, but I love you guys. Okay, plug your social
1: media. Um, If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's yes underscore ange,
0: Or on Twitter, it's Angie Tianchu. Okay, and guys, so next week... Oh yeah, I'm on a homegrown comedy uh, at 11:30 p.m. at the Westside Comedy Theater on Saturday, June 16th, and that is hosted by previous guest John Davenport. So everybody, <laughs> please come to that show because, uh, yeah, support live comedy. I guess that's it. I might be going to Las Vegas the week after that, so stay tuned. If I'm like doing anything there, I don't know. We'll see. And I, I guess that's pretty much it. And yeah, email the podcast, which none of you have. At <laughs> I want to hear from you guys. I know. I need Even if it's a dick pic or like some sort of creepy email message, please send it to unrulypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at fixedairheather, Air Heather. And uh, friend me on Facebook if you're not a creep. I mean, I'll examine your profile first. I won't befriend any of you on Facebook, <laughs> and I'll determine that. I'll determine if you are a creep. You can just follow me, and then some of my posts mm. are public, but not that's all of them. So, uh, like the ones worth my location are not public. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess that's it. Anything else? No, Heather. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for being my friend. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Bye.